Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, film enthusiasts and newcomers alike, prepare for a cinematic journey like no other. Grab some popcorn, dim the lights, because it's about time you watch this. Hello and welcome to another episode of It's About Time You Watch This. It's Chris and Josh. And we are going back to an episode, well look, we're going mm. back to a movie we talked about a while ago. Yes, one of my favourites, but this one. <sighs> yes, we are today discussing the remake of Fright, of Fright Night. That guy, your neighbour? Jerry. I think he's a vampire. He's not brooding or lovesick. He's actually quite modern. Welcome to Fright Night. Yeah, you bet she's screaming. He's the shark from Jaws. Just hit him! Hit him! That looked like it hurt. Fright Night. You can't get in without an invitation. Don't need an invitation if there's no house. Okay, so, Josh, we discussed this a little bit when we did the original Fright yes, Night a little while back. Because the original Fright Night, as we said, is your favourite movie. Like, it's your go-to. Well... Well, f- well, well, one of. One of, one of. But yes, no, I adore that movie, as you would have known from listening to the episode. Yeah. Please, if you didn't, go back and listen to it. And when we did that episode, I noticed that the remake was on Disney+. Plus, and yes. I was like, look, we're going to eventually discuss this anyway. I might just watch this now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fine, I'll do the same. And I missed you. I said, <laughs> oh, it's on Disney+. So I'm just going to watch it. And you're like, oh, well, I might as well do it as well. <laughs> so we both... That night, and it was late at night too, and I messaged you, and you're like, oh, I've yeah. got nothing to do, I'll do it. We both watched it that night, and I think we both messaged each other afterwards being like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> oh, my God. It like, was. Um, but still, let's look, we watched it. Let's run through the synopsis yeah. of the film, Josh. Well, it's pretty much the exact same as the last <laughs> one, kind of. However, lots of little things have changed. The settings change. The way the characters are have changed a lot as well. And there are some little plot points that skew here and there. So for an example, um, Charlie isn't the one who figures out that Jerry is a vampire. Ed in this movie yeah. is all of a sudden like, dude, your next door neighbor's a vampire. I've been looking into this already and I need to tell you now. And Charlie's just like, nah, bullshit, man. And I was just like, oh, I don't yeah. really know if I'd like that. It and then, takes those liberties like that where you just go, it, it's almost as if they're like, oh, if people are watching this remake, then they've definitely watched the first one. They're not yeah. just watching this off their off its own bat. Yeah. Which. Oh, bat, get it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't actually mean that. Uh, but it's probably something that you shouldn't assume watching this because most people that probably would watch this movie hadn't seen the original. So it's mm. it's a weird position for it to be. It is very weird. But um. Yes, yeah, so there's just a couple little things that have changed throughout, but realistically, same, same plot kinda. Um, but Next yeah, so as a vampire, he tries, he to, tries to take to, take over the little small area that they're in. Charlie says no, which again, like, and I think anyway. I said this last time, he's not trying to take over the world. He just wants to live in his vampire yeah. house. Yep. Eat the occasional person, just live his undead life. Like anyway, Charlie comes in. (laughs) But yeah, so we were going to talk about this movie when we did the other one. We discussed it a little bit. We're like, no, no, let's hold off and let's let's do it as a as its whole episode because it does deserve an episode for us to discuss it. And me and all my wisdom lost all my notes from it. Yes, so and I refused to watch it again. So, and, but I, I had to watch it. You did because you're <laughs> like that. You have to rewatch oh, it. Good Me, Lord. I was like, look, I'm not putting myself through that. I just can't. That's right. Like Colin Farrell. I like Colin Farrell. 
I like um Anton. I can't remember. I can't. I, don't, I know. I can't pronounce his name um, either. Yeah, he was. He was a great actor. He passed away. He did. Um, yes. Not long after this movie, I think it was. It was a couple of years after. Because he did after. two Star Trek movies. This. Yes. He was actually. Uh, he was in Terminator Salvation. Yep. As well. Um, like he was a star on the rise, so it was really yeah. sad to lose him. But all right, well, we're getting to opening thoughts. However, I'll probably be <laughs> taking the majority of these because Chris doesn't have any notes. But if you can remember, uh, I remember when we fir- when I first put it on, I was like, okay, so it's a modernized retelling. It's not even a remake. Like that's what we said. There's that many differences in this that mm. it is a it's a retelling, not a remake. Yeah, which there's not not many. There's not even shots or anything. No, the like there's no. There's, there's, there's just only, like, character beats and story beats yeah. that are the same, but not in the correct and order. And even the character beats are a bit... Yeah. yeah, anyway. So, into opening thoughts, the music over the credits had potential. It, it sounded like the original. It was, yeah. like, that orchestral kind of, like... Old like Christopher not, Lee not vampire Cynthia stuff. Enough. Not Cynthia enough. But um, I was You're just gonna like, remake an '80s movie, throw some yeah. synth in there. Although that was one of one of my bugbears, as we remember, <laughs> with the original, was the the music and the the, the overuse of synth. So <laughs> kind of happy they backed off on it a little bit. But if again, if you're gonna remake an '80s movie and try and yeah, yeah, oh well. Um, but no, so that had potential, and like even though, so I'd seen the movie twice, so these notes. Am I from my second viewing? Because I also lost my other set. Um, <laughs> so technically my open thoughts were just redone. But I rethought about the music and thought that had potential. Um, if the movie stayed like the opening, I reckon it would have been a little bit better. Because the opening actually starts with um, two other kids in their own house and Jerry attacks them. And... Uh, the kid scrambles into his parents' bedroom. He yep. finds they're both dead on the bed. He's trying to find a gun and stuff to take care of Jerry. And you don't see Jerry at all. He's just, he drags the bodies away yeah. at his points. And it's really freaky, actually. And that was one of my favorite scenes because it set up something really cool and it would have been good. But then the rest <laughs> of the movie just kind of <laughs> fell apart after that. So I was like, oh, bugger it. But yeah, so that was my opening thoughts. Do you have any from memory or just, just the fact that I was yeah, I instantly knew that it was not going to be as campy and fun as the original. No, was. no, like the, the original, serious. even though it was a horror horror movie, it was it was a campy fun horror movie, and because that's what it that's what it was based yeah, off. That's what that's what it needed to be. Whereas ones, this yeah. just it took itself, it took it serious. Which yeah. honestly, oh, a serious version of Fright Night. Would well, be and that cool. was that was but, why, and that was I remember thinking that when we watched the original, and I think that was if you go back and listen to the mm. the episode where we talked about the original, I said I would have loved to have seen a serious take on this movie. Yeah, but this just didn't do it the right way. Nah. So, into favorite scenes. Surprisingly, I actually had some really, but not not anything high praise, but like. Just the parts of the movies that I liked. <laughs> so, um, the death of Ed was, he yep. gets attacked. So, this was one of the changes. Um, yeah. Ed dies within the first, like, 15 minutes, 20 minutes of the movie. And, sorry, Ed's death scene in the original is one of the best parts of oh, the original. Yeah. Like, I loved that part yeah. in the original. And, like, the way it was shot, it was done so well. Whereas, yeah, mm. this was just... He, he gets the, so in the original, he gets taken to the back alleyway and bitten by Jerry. In this one, Ed breaks into 
uh, someone's house, then runs away, go, jumps over these back fences of other people's houses, lands in another place, and Jerry finds him there, and then bites him in the pool, and then it's like, oh, bye, Ed. And then he disappears for like an hour of the movie's runtime, yeah. and then shows back up in the last half an hour, and I'm like, I forgot that you were in this movie, and yeah. didn't care about you. Which, and that's, yeah, it's frustrating the way they did. I do actually have a fact on his death scene for, oh. for some interesting facts later on. But okay. I had the car chase scene. Um, yeah, Jerry's pretty awfully done. The, it, it's not scene, great, but, but it was. And I've got more facts on this one a little bit later on as well. But It had potential. It, it, it had a bit of potential there that I was like, okay, this could be really cool. But then the one part of that that lets it down for me is then when Jerry's all vampired out, it's all CGI, and yeah. I was just like, oh, that was the charm of it was yep. and now it's just practicality. And look, everyone that listens to the show knows how we feel about practical effects. High in, praise, in movies, high praise. Very high praise. But, yeah, look, that, that actual scene, I guess, like, there was a bit of tension in there. Like, it was yep. it was half done well, but mm. that was probably one of the scenes that stood out for me. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's a joke towards the end of the movie where, so Jerry and Ed are after Amy and Charlie yep. in um, – where um, Peter Vincent lives in his hotel and Amy's uh, breaks this uh, glass case that's got all these relics in it and she grabs out a gun and puts in silver bullets and then shoots him. <laughs> she, and then he just jokingly says, werewolves. And I was like, oh, that's that's funny. That's probably one change. I know we're jumping around a bit, but we'll probably play fast and loose with the categories for this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the change they made... To Peter Vincent and I don't you know, like his, it. his character. I don't like it. I don't. I won't say I liked it, but it was, it was interesting. The, it was the one thing that made sense to me because they'd sort of based it in in the original. It was based off that classic monster hunter. Yep. Uh, you know, um, uh, what's Dracula's villain? Uh, Dracula's antihero. What's his name? Oh, I've completely gone blank. Yeah, that's all right. Um, the the <laughs> vampire hunter that hunts Dracula. Anyway. People listening will know why I've had a brain fart. Oh, yeah, um, no, oh, oh, no, oh, yeah, now I've forgotten too. too. Oh. That's right. People listening will know who I'm talking about. Um, but in this, he's sort of based off like a Chris Van Angel Helsing. mind. Van Helsing. Van that's Helsing. That's who I was thinking. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. yeah got but you. in this, he's more based off a, a yeah, Chris Angel mind freak, yep. like sort of yeah, the, the leather. And, and I was like, in the time that this movie came out and that whole thing was huge. Made sense. It, it made sense. But I don't think it's carried across I wouldn't say it was. Well. Good, no. but that was a change. I was like, okay, to me, making that change kind of makes sense. Moving yeah. the setting to the present day, that made sense to me. Yeah. Um, and then I had two more. Mm. Uh, Jerry getting stabbed with the stake. Oh, so this is in the car chasing scene. Yep. And then um, he gets stabbed with a stake, and he's just like, He's rolling on the floor and he's twitching out and his limbs are all like flailing. It just looked really funny, so that's why I like that. And but again, play, played for serious. Had they played that campy, yeah. you'd be like, oh, yeah. That, like, yeah, that's funny. Again, it's the whole movie's played off serious and it just, yeah. Mm. The one scene, though, that actually is a really good scene, in my mm -hmm. opinion, is Charlie comes home one night and Jerry confronts him outside and Jerry's like, hey, kid, I need some beer. I've got a girl coming over. Could you set me up with some? And Charlie's like, all right. And at this point, oh, Charlie's still yes, a little bit – he's a little bit hesitant still if he is a vampire or not. Ed has said, yes, he is, and kind of believes him. But then Charlie goes into his house, 
and is looking through the fridge. However, one of the rules of vampires is that they can't enter a house unless they've been invited. Yep. Jerry walks up to the door, doesn't but then in. he doesn't walk in. And for the whole scene, he's standing there real tense, like, and you can't see what I'm doing here in the studio, but he kind of leans in, but yeah, then it's like, like a, you almost see him leaning against the barrier. Yeah, sort of thing. yeah. And then he like, he like sniffs and pulls away in disgust of like, oh, I can't, I can't do it. Like I'm so close, yep. but I can't. And then Charlie slowly figures it out and kind of plays with him on it. And yeah. he's like, oh shit, no, this, Ed was right. Oh, this and that scene I just really, really enjoyed. Yeah, so, agreed. Yeah. Now you had some, some notes. We we normally have yeah. categories for the show, but you had some special notes for this one. And so because just I know how you feel about this movie, I thought let's let's go into your your special details for this one. So this will be combined with our WTF <laughs> moment, but I made two separate little things, things I liked and things that I didn't like. <laughs> So this right, is let's start with things you like. Things I feel I like liked. that's going to be a shorter list. Okay. The, <laughs> um, Jerry killed Peter's family was really interesting. There's yep. a little bit of a backstory where we learned that um, so Peter's been saying the whole time to Charlie, "No, I don't believe in this stuff. I'm just an actor kind of thing." But then we later learned that Peter had the same encounter that Charlie did, and then we get told that um, um, God, I'm just. Jerry was um, Peter's vampire who killed his family. And I was just like, that's a subplot that I'm actually in- interested in and would like to see. Well, I'd like to you go know, back and see You know that. the missed opportunity there with doing a remake instead of a sequel mm. is that the Peter Vincent character could have been Charlie from the first one. Oh, yeah. Missed opportunity missed there. Missed opportunity. By doing that backstory. Like you could have literally said it's a sequel to the original, like, yeah, it's mm. 20 years later, but that seems to be all the rage in this day and age. Yeah. Um, and done it that way. If yeah, you're yeah. going to go that angle, because you don't, we don't really to flesh that out. Like, mm. there's a cool story, potentially a prequel story in there. But like, who knows? No. Yeah. Anyway, um, the setting was interesting, however, not 100% cool, because yep. it's set in, like, Texas, kind of. It's out yeah. in the middle of the desert, and it's in, like, these, like, little... Community spaces, yeah, little suburbs that they a were little building. suburb, yeah. and it's just isolated by itself. And I thought, oh, that's kind of interesting because it's not like a whole town, so it's more claustrophobic. Yeah, but it was just kind of bland. And Texas, like if you're a vampire, you're not going to move to the middle of the desert where it's sunny, like, where it's sunny, ninety five percent of the time. Like, but he did. Um, they kept some connections from the first, as I said before. For example, like the nicknames, the first lady that comes over to Jerry's house, yep. she's still wearing blue like the other yeah, one. Okay. Um, Jerry eating the apples. Yeah. However, I think that one was a bit unnecessary because um, if you can't remember from the first one, uh, we went over how Chris Sarandon, who played Jerry in the first one, did some research and when he was doing the research for the roles, he decided that um, the bat that bit Jerry was a fruit, fruit bat. bat. So he would always eat fruit. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we see Jerry doing it in this movie. However, it was just, it, it was just, just there. Yeah. Um, Jerry chasing the family out of the house. I think this was, oh, so Jerry doesn't have a butler in this one. Yeah. Which again, I found a bit meh. Yeah. Like, a bit of a change. Um, but so he has to do everything by himself. Yeah. And he 
is able to get uh, the Brewsters and Amy out of their house by blowing it up, which I found <laughs> like, okay, that's quite smart on his behalf because otherwise the movie just would have stopped. Yeah. But no, he goes out to the back. He div- digs up the, um, the gas line, the gas lines, lights it on fire and the house blows up. And I was just like, oh, all right, we're getting things moving. Yeah, we're not staying you, you in the house. The play, like- um, so that was all right. And then my final one was seeing Chris Sarandon because he actually makes an appearance in this say, movie. I did have that in my facts as well for a little later on to discuss yeah. how that all came about as well. It's during the car chase scene. Yep. And all, for some reason, he crashes into the back of the car. It's pulled over on the side of the road. If he's going at like 100 k's an hour down a single isolated road and you can see what's in front of you, how the hell do you end up crashing into a parked car? <laughs> Just bizarre. Like, but it was good to see him. However, modern Jerry then kills him. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, uh, okay. So <laughs> you did there. Like, I feel like that was a, yeah, that yeah. was a choice. Anyway, All right. Into things I didn't like. Things you didn't like. Now, just a reminder, Josh, this is a podcast. We can't be here for six hours. Yes, sorry. Because I feel I'll, like this list will be slightly longer. No, it's not too bad. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not okay. It's yeah, not okay. okay. I'll, All right, I'll go, run through them. Go for it. So, as I just said before, Peter Vincent changed. Yep. Uh, was a bit on the fence with that. And as we also said, CGI. Yeah. It hasn't dated too well. There are some Yeah, it wasn't, bits, even, it wasn't even overly good for the time, no, I don't think. No, like, no, no. It was just... Yeah. Um, uh, and this goes into that Amy's vampire face, because yep. that was like... That was the iconic thing from, from the original. From the original. And it was even the marketing. The, it was everything. The movie poster for this, I feel like when it's this not came... not in it. No, but I feel like there was a version... Oh really? Done. I didn't see it. Like in the like when it was first being marketed, because oh, I recall right. seeing this, when this came out. Because when this was released, like back in the early two thousands, I wasn't aware it was a remake. Like, yeah, I was yeah. just saw, oh yeah, Friday and Colin Farrell vampire movie. But <laughs> I recall there being a poster similar to the original. Okay, I have, I'll to, have look, to look have into to that. Have to see if we can look that up. I might yeah. be going crazy. It's it's very possible. We'll see. Um, how Ed was taken so quick? As yeah. I said, that was nah, just didn't a like change. Because I, I like it. I like Ed in the first one. You were a bit yeah, iffy I was on a him. Bit, but yeah, just the, the the choices the actor made with the character in the original, but I liked that more than Christopher Mintz Platt's take he, on it. He was such a dick. And this was just coming off Mc, uh, McLovin, McLovin in Superbad 2, and it's just yeah, – and even Kick-Ass was around this time as well, I think. Yeah. And, like, he was at that the peak of the McLovin fame when this came out, I think. So it just mm. – yeah, he was one of those actors – and look, he's still acting and stuff, but I guess at the time, like, yeah, he was funny as McLovin, but then he just got a bunch of roles probably that he probably shouldn't have. Yeah, true. And this almost feels a bit like that, like as a little bit miscast. There might have been a better actor out there. Who knows? Or it. Who yeah. knows? Um, the new characters, there's a lot of, uh, there's a couple of new teenagers um, in it. They're just there for the body count. They get turned into <laughs> vampires later. Um, and then there are some just more adult characters that are here and there. Yeah. Wasn't biggest fan. The the thing about the original was that it was just such a small yeah, cast. Didn't have to be fleshed didn't out. Didn't have to that. be fleshed out. The title card at the start looks so bad. I don't know if you can remember <laughs> that. But it nah. it, it was it was like this CGI like blood. It didn't look like letters. Did this get released in three D? Yes. Oh there God. Go. That's from why. The, from the that's look why. of half of the shots, yeah. there were things that fly towards the camera. And I was like, oh. That's why, because you can always pick those early two thousands movies when, yeah, um, 
It after, was just after made. Avatar had come out and everyone was like, 3D, 3D movies, yeah. But they started making movies to just pander to the 3D. And, the, yeah. yeah, that's this what was, I thought. There was, there was a couple of scenes in so I was like, yeah, that's oh, definitely. definitely the way where things just but no, the title inadvertently co- fly at the screen that you're like, come on, <sighs> right. Yeah, a bit, bit basic. Yeah. Um, but the title card, so bad. All the, the establishing shots of the suburb and the city – I think they use like four of the suburb, and I'm like, I know where we are. Yeah, you don't need to keep showing us <laughs> that. You don't need to show me that again. No. Just get rid of it. Um, I didn't like how Charlie couldn't figure out a lot of the stuff by himself. It was everyone else was kind of telling and him, and that was sort of the plot of the first movie. And it was the mystery. He was of it. the one that worked everything out. Nobody believed him. Not yeah. Everyone, tell, everyone else working shit out and telling him, like, yeah. But no, that changed. And then the last one was one of the things they kept from the original was the famous quote that um, Jerry says when they enter the house, uh, welcome to Fright Night for real. Yeah. In this one, it is said so quick it's and just, so bland. And it's it was, like throwaway. That it was as if the script it. writers were like, ah, oh, shit, we've got we to put yeah. one, one quote yeah, we'll in there. We'll just put that in there. Just, that'll keep people happy. They'll hear it and they'll love it. Oh, yeah, it'll be great. They'll just go nuts for it. But Colin said it like this. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, nah. All right, so. in the standout actor. This is going to be a tough one for you. Yeah, it was a tough I, one. I'm going David Tennant, and not really? necessarily because of the character, probably more because it's David Tennant. Okay. Um, yeah. Like, Tony Collette was good in this as well, like yeah. playing the mum. Oh, like, that was one more thing. And that was thing. a character that was really fleshed out a lot more than the first one. I think the first one she was just sort of. That's one more thing that I liked about this was, because the mum just is, well, yeah. the throwaway line that she says, she I'm working night work. shift. Whereas this, she's more involved. and actually, She gets they, knocked out and put in a hospital and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, you dealt with that character. Yeah. I understand why she's not here anymore. And Tony Collette but, is Tony Collette. Yeah. She's great. Like, the, the actors in this, as we said, Anton, David Tennant, um, even, like, Everyone, <laughs> sorry, like yeah, Colin Farrell, like everyone in this movie is actually they're good, a good actor. But like, not- there's no one in this that I'm like, oh yeah, they were hamming it up. Like even Christopher Wentz Platts, like yeah, I'm not a, a, fan, a huge fan of his work, but he's still a pretty good actor. Yeah, just not. But they were just one. given terrible yeah. material to work with. Yeah, but that's that's why I'd go David Tennant because just because it's it's David Tennant being David Tennant. If you've watched if you watch Good Omens, no, he plays a demon in that. And almost sort of, yeah, I, I get sort of similar vibes. Like it's just a bit more him, yeah. If that makes sense. So uh, that was you. who I went with. I just said don't really have one. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like them, but I said I said maybe Colin. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did an okay job. Not as good as uh, Chris, but. I was still intrigued by his performance of Jerry. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if he was given a little bit more to work with. Yeah. And maybe even a little bit more direction to go with than just you know, be yourself and you've got fangs because that's sort of yeah. what it felt like a little bit. Yeah, it did. Colin Farrell with an American accent sort of thing. But, yeah, um, he, 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 was, he was okay. Yeah. And then same for Tony. Yeah. I liked her in it too. So how did it perform? Well, it cost $30 million to make, which sort of explains some of the CGI effects, I guess. Yeah. Um, only made $41 million at the box office. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, whack. Um, into interesting facts, Colin Farrell expressed concern that his character was too much of a sexual predator and suggested script changes. Yeah, no can, changes, however, were made. No, I can kind of, though, yeah. see that. Yep. Yeah. Um, he also requested a monologue in Latin, saying it would be more menacing. He obtained a Latin tutor to teach him a new monologue and study the language on set. 
The monologue never made it to the screen. However, the Latin tutor was so fascinated by Farrell, she wrote a scholarly article detailing her time on the set. Wow. So there we go. So we, he he was willing to actually do stuff do stuff with this, but it just feels like... That's that so interesting. It was cut like... It just feels like there was some potentially really good stuff that just didn't make it. Yeah, okay. Um, now, we mentioned um, the pool scene earlier, the yep. scene in the pool. Uh, while shooting that, Colin Farrell actually got a bit overzealous and accidentally punctured... Chris Mintz Platt's stunt double with his prosthetic fangs. Oh, 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 oh. So he was bringing he's too his, into he was it. Bringing his A game. <laughs> um, he has actually referred to this movie as the greatest success of his career because yet <laughs> I wish people could say the look you're giving me right now because <laughs> it led to his mother meeting her second husband, the friend of a producer, who met her on set. I mean, oh, but what? <laughs> yeah. So that's why he loved the the process of making this movie. <laughs> Oh, um, I was not expecting now this, that. I don't know if you know this, but this okay. will blow your mind. Okay. In the early stages of development of this remake, yes. Heath Ledger was considered for the role of Jerry, but he oh. passed away before they made the film. Uh, what? Yes. I don't know if I can see that. I don't actually know. Yeah. I mean, he, interesting. He has the menacing part, but, but just again, not. would it have been like Colin Farrell where he was given nothing to work with and it just would have been lackluster? He's ledger. That's interesting. Like. I need, like, to do. Like an AI generated picture thing <laughs> of like Heath Ledger as Jerry the Vampire, and then if it spits out a good image, I'll roll with yeah, it. Okay. <laughs> um, the car chase sequence was done in one continuous rotating yep. shot. Yeah. Um, the location footage and the running motorcycle slammed into the car were later added. Mm-hmm. The props department included many Doctor Who references in a Peter Vincent's apartment set because obviously yeah, yeah, David yeah. Tennant was a doctor. I didn't um, pick up on any. I for didn't example, care, there but... was Gallifreyan riding. On certain items, huh. as an homage to David Tennant, who was playing Peter Vincent, uh, the majority of these references are not visible to the audience, though. So, oh. what's the fucking point? Exactly. Oh wow. So that was just some of the facts I had. So, in final thoughts, Josh, take it away, because I yeah. feel like you might have a couple. Let me let me see. I don't <laughs> actually know. Oh, I'm gonna scroll through my. No, that's the hocus pocus notes. Sorry. <laughs> Plug for an upcoming episode. Yes. While you find notes, I would say that episode will actually, uh, that'll be next week's episode. It won't drop on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. It will drop on Tuesday, being Halloween. We're going to have some bonus episodes floating around over the next week or so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that episode, the Hoax Focus episode, will not drop on Sunday. It will drop a little bit later for our diehard listeners because I know we've got about 25 diehard listeners that listen <laughs> within half an hour of the show dropping. That's so good. Go uh, you guys. So if you are one of those people, don't get panicked when you don't see a new episode uh, on Sunday night okay. just before Halloween because that will drop on Halloween night. Alrighty. How did you go? Final thoughts. Um, okay, so that got the review in one sentence, which is if you took a bite of this film, it would be very sour and I wouldn't invite it into my house. <laughs> you want to know what mine was? <laughs> yeah. Why? Just... <laughs> Why? Yeah. That's my review. Yeah, no, I'm I'm hoping to God now that this is the last time I have to watch it. Um, <laughs> I don't really want to watch it again. Do you think again. that this movie now potentially lends itself to another remake down the track? No. I mean, yeah, well, like, it depends. Because still, there's one that we skipped because for those who don't know, the original Fright Night actually has a sequel. Yes. There's a part two. However, 
We no, for some reason skipped it. it. Yeah, and um, which I find odd because you're someone that has to watch every. I know everything when it comes to a movie. So if we watched, but, say, say we were to do Halloween H two O, yeah, which is the first no. Halloween movie I couldn't, ever saw, couldn't. And I said, let's do that. No. We couldn't do that because you would have to go back and watch the seven movies before that. Yeah, but I think the only reason why was because it was at that time of night. I just watched the first one, and you said, "Oh, okay, we we might do the remake." And I was just like, "Well." I, be- I better just watch it now just in case we record it next week. That didn't happen. <laughs> Do you think maybe doing it the way we did it hurt its chances of you liking it? Coming straight off the back of watching the first one, a movie no. that you love so much, no. instantly watching it straight after? You don't think if you no. <laughs> just randomly picked it up in the middle of a week without no, watching well, the first one? Because if you hadn't have said, all right, I'm going to watch it now, I would have never watched it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it was something right. that I was avoiding heavily. <laughs> I won't lie to you. <laughs> it would be the same if, like, if, oh, I don't know, if a Back to the Future remake happened, I mean, I'd be excited because there's a new Back to the Future, but I would probably heavily avoid it. So that was the same thoughts Ooh. of this. So we're, we're opening a box. Like, do we want? No, let's not open this box now because if we <laughs> open this box. About, no, that's okay. Especially with that remake because that will yeah. happen. We know that's going to happen at some point in our future. Who knows? And hopefully it's another like ninety years away, so that we're both not here. And I'd like to be confident, to but it. I'm not. I'm nah. really not. But but yeah. So hopefully, if because I really want to go watch the second one now because okay. I just it's same. Well, only yeah, Peter was, and Charlie return. Yep. And the plot follows Jerry's sister comes to town and she's like, oh, you killed my brother. And <laughs> She actually talked with her. Oh, I don't know. You killed my brother. I, I don't know. I'm just making it up. Um, I'm but so, Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Um, no, but so we might save it for next Halloween or I might watch yes, it well, in maybe, the time being. Maybe Yeah, or well, maybe watch it in the time being and make some notes and rewatch it. Maybe we can do it for, yeah. for next spooky season. We're going to so. leave it there. We'll be back with uh, a new episode. Well, look, we're going to be back a little bit over the next week and a bit because yep. obviously we're going to try and squeeze in some bonus episodes for yes. some extra Halloween content. There's a few that we haven't we got to build yet. up the to the 50th episode. To, and we're building up to the 50th episode when Geordie returns in a couple of weeks. So there'll yeah. be a few little bonus episodes over the next little bit. Stick around for those. And, of course, Hocus Pocus dropping on Halloween night, So, which I'm very excited for because that's – it's a big movie for me, and when you said you hadn't watched it, I was like, oh, this is going to be – literally, you want to see my notes for Hocus Pocus, Josh? I'm going to hold these up to you. That's my notes for Hocus Pocus. <sighs> Does that mean I have to take the whole no, entire thing no, again? No, because I do not need <laughs> notes for that movie. Wow. That's the sort of movie it is. So we will talk to you quite a bit over the next couple of days as we lead up to Halloween on It's About Time You Watch This. You've been listening to It's About Time You Watch This, a creative podcast.